0: Inside LAFC, joining you from the glorious Performance Center for LAFC in Alhambra, California, on a glorious East Valley day, Max and Vince. Hello, Vince.
1: It feels like spring today. It is. (laughs) It's a beautiful day. The weather's perfect.
0: As you can hear, the groundskeeper doing his thing here as well. Great to be...
1: The pitch is... The pitch looks amazing. Pitch looks amazing. So Gage is doing a great job. We'll, 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 you guys will have to forgive us for the lawnmower sound because we, he needs to do this, and it's worth it.
0: I think people enjoy it. Yeah. People enjoy to hear it because it feels, you know, visceral. You get the vibe. You get the vibe. And I'm a big, I'm a big believer. Ever since I started in this business, to bring people to where you are to be part of the conversation, and then you feel like you're seated here, saying to yourself, "I wish that noise would go away." We <laughs> cannot. But hey, it's good to uh, first of all, as we good always to like, back. To, good to be back. But we want to say, please subscribe and rate and review this podcast. Down in Leon, a lot of people coming up saying, "Where's Vince?" More than one. No, said that. absolutely. Uh, they they want to get you drunk down there. The traveling supporters. <laughs> That's they tried me. for me. They got they had some success getting. I got one Wait, beer. I got there, one beer. Was in. there
1: anybody to ask? Where's Vince? And you said, "Oh, how long have you been an LFC fan?" They go, "No, I'm not. I just want to know where Vince is." <laughs> <laughs> he owes me a lot of money.
0: Yeah. So, none of that, but uh, it was uh, obviously a lot of people talking about the podcast, and we certainly appreciate that. And here we are. It's been a long time since we've done a podcast where we got to talk about a game.
1: I know, a game that matters. Yes. I mean, obviously- it really the, mattered. The result wasn't the best, and we're going to get in-depth into it, but you know, for me, it was everything. It was the travel. It was the, the kind of, I guess, pageantry in a way. I heard that you guys had, which I wish- here, Here's the thing about CONCACAF when you're watching in the United States. Man- there's some great venues and some great histories and some great teams. Show me the pregame. I mean, literally, they cut from the Cruz Azul game, and the next thing I know I'm seeing LAFC taking their team picture. Like, give me uh, a little bit of something. I I just, if I could improve that, like, you know, with the Champions League and UEFA, you get the anthems, you get the walkouts, the, the buildup, you get it all. And I think the reason why we want to talk about it here is because there's such, there's such beauty in the traveling support and being around a city and seeing, you know, the kind of two fan groups interacting with each other and then basically being inside the stadium and, and growing the night and having the big night. I mean, it was a 9 PM kickoff, right? Which from what Tom said is Tom Marshall well, on the last episode, he said, you know, I mean, we're not used to it. 9 PM is weird for us, but for Mexico is the perfect time to make sure that everyone can be there, can be off work. Um, and it, they succeeded in that. And to me, it looked amazing. So I, I, I will get, I want to get your full cause you were max on the street out and about. But I, I just want us to get that point out there. For me, I mean, obviously, again, the result, not great. But for me, the just the whole vibe, man, I, I felt like a really cool, like a, a cha- Champions League. It felt what it should be. We're recording
0: this on a Thursday. The game occurred on Tuesday. So right after the game, we were all obviously uh, in a haze, uh, dis- disappointed by the game. The players, obviously, the coaches at the top of that list, everyone involved with the club, because uh, certainly the way it ended. And then Wednesday you recover and the guys come back and then they finally get back to training Thursday and we all get back into the mode and now we're looking forward to that game. But there's also a moment where you can look back and certainly being there and seeing on TV as you said, look back and say this was a special evening and one that will go down in LFC legend and lore despite taking away the result just because of what occurred and what that means in the big picture because everyone's talking about it. You know, I, the Series Sir, XM football channel, soccer channel, they were talking about it. Everyone's talking about it. in Any publication that is going that is going on here, and it, it was pretty seismic. And credit to our social media team for showing what was going on. But it was easy to tell that story. Yeah, there were LAFC fans everywhere.
1: It was point and shoot, man. You just you turn on the camera and just yeah. let people
0: go. I was with Ulysses Roman, and we would say, um, uh, we would say, let's go get get capture what's going on in the crowd, and we'd walk out. Within thirty seconds, you'd see five or ten LAFC fans. Fans here coming all over the place. Where you say, "Hey, what would you think?" You stick a microphone in them. That's part of one thing. I don't, I don't, I don't want, don't want to forget saying this. What was so incredible, and why the city of León and everything in the state of Guanajuato? Because LAFC fans went everywhere. They went to San Miguel. They went to Guanajuato. Mm-hmm. That city now loves LAFC. Why? Because their fans <laughs> dumped a lot of money into it. It's. I heard they drank a few bars dry. They did. They did Monday and Tuesday. You don't go out in Leon. You don't. I mean, it's quiet. And then now restaurants were full. Bars were full. Hotels had uh, uh, occupancy. Flights were being booked. Every flight from Tijuana Airport, CBX. I'm going to say the praises of CBX Airport down there. It was fantastic. LAX, Long Beach. They're all booking flights because people are going down. Well, Max, give me your... It's got a big dollar sign amount to it. Well, you, you You're tu- welcome. Yeah,
1: you touched on it, but uh, give me... Come on, man. Give me the, give me, like, the parts unknown. Give me the uh, Anthony Bourdain. How did the Max travel story go? You drove down to Tijuana.
0: Yes. Oh. I, was, I was there for less than 48 hours, so I got in. I know, you... So I didn't really get to do much outside.
1: Yeah, but you made the most of that 48 hours.
0: Driving down, so I wasn't going to go. We both said, we'll go to Mexico City if they make the quarterfinals. We're not ruling that out. It still could happen. Still could happen. It could happen, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. I right, could. <laughs> I know, we're gonna I know. get more into that. I mean, look, yeah. uh, the it's result, gonna be it's gonna be touch
0: is, and go on next Thursday. Well,
1: I think I think a lot of it is this: we are so hyped for this game, and then the results disappointing, and then obviously the the, the last goal at the very end gets you a little get your head down a little bit. But in the grand scheme of things,
0: I was even thinking I'm starting to get off topic, like
1: if if Leon
0: score an away goal, then LFC will need to score four. Yeah, that's not out of the realm of possibility no. with that team. No, it's not out of the realm of possibility. It's a huge ask, but this team has proven they can score three goals in a game. They could score four goals. I don't think they. I don't think they only average
1: three goals in every single home contest yeah. of the Clausura so far. So two nil is respectable. Yeah. Not what you wanted, but respectable.
0: Okay. So I'll get back. So uh, a lot of the folks, like Alex Dwyer, alerted me about CBX Airport. So I did my homework. The flight to León, I think from LAX was like about four something, four fifty. There were flights down there in, from Tijuana, direct to Leon, and the LAX connected direct to Leon that were about 150 to $200. Yeah. There were some fees afterwards, so you're probably looking at $250.
1: What's on the, uh, what, are, what are you listening to on the drive to Tijuana? Uh,
0: I was trying to do a lot of phone calls. Oh. I listened to some- s-
1: Man, I want a road trip, Max.
0: Do you know what I did listen to? I listened to, <laughs> I was laughing and singing at the top of my lungs, was We Built This City by Jefferson Starship. It just came on, and I was singing it, and We're I turned not, it all the way up. We are
1: not friends anymore. <laughs> it, I don't know why. It pumped me up. Uh, you know what's funny? And that, I kept putting
0: my own lyrics to it.
1: That song, and then there's another song that actually gets played at um, Bank of California Stadium all the time, and I actually have to talk to Al about this. Stop playing Saturday Night by the Bay City Rollers. Please, God, stop playing that It's Saturday night. Isn't there some crossover? There's crossover between Bay City Rollers and Starship, too. Yeah, there has to be. I think people... It doesn't excite me. Okay,
0: so Uh, so, so you... You go to CBX airport, be like boy.
1: It straddles the border, correct? It
0: straddles the border. And it's the airport of Tijuana. It's like you got the US side, you got the Mexican side. Coming in on the US side, you park your car for a very nice rate. You go to the front gate, you check in on the US side, you do immigration on the US side, you Mm -hmm. cross the bridge, you're at Tijuana airport, you're you're at your gate. Okay. When you get to the other side, you don't have to go through immigration. You already did. How
1: was the flight? Flight was you know, nice there's been a packed. Lot of, there's been a lot of social media talk lately about proper flight etiquette. Was everything okay? Well,
0: that's funny you should bring that up. I flew, uh, I forgot the name of the airline, but they're like these just puddle jumper no, don't airlines. Don't say it.
1: We're, we're talking okay. about, we, we've got an airline sponsor. Okay, so you're right. You're say. right. Good
0: point. Doesn't matter. And if we had our uh, Delta Air Mexico, they didn't have the flights there for to Maybe they'll get it soon enough. Yes. The seats didn't have the recline button. Oh. And I was like, well, that's how you take care of that. <laughs>
1: they're like, it's done
0: and dusted. We don't have to worry about that's it. It's fine um but it was packed LAFC fans uh someone even told me that they had to take some folks off the plane cuz they oversold it I didn't see anyone getting taken off so maybe that never happened but mm-hmm. it was a lot of LAFC fans I was saw the LAFC Cuervo so Gill I saw there and they were wonderful took a photo from with them some guys were at a place at the uh it's the uh, what's it called the luxury not the luxury uh the the member suite with the airline mm-hmm. suites you go in there, it's like a, some price, and you get all you can eat, all you can drink. Hey. So people are getting yeah, take advantage locked of it. in there. I got too late for that. Otherwise, I would have taken advantage. Yeah. And then we flew out and uh, got in pretty quickly, checked in the hotel. Hotels were another great deal. Checked in with everyone, had dinner with some of the folks, had uh, a drink with uh, some of the folks from LAFC, and then we got ready for the next day where we hit the street. And this is the thing that was amazing, Vince. Again, seeing people talking to people, and then I mentioned what the LAFC fans were were excited about. But we see a lot of Leon fans, and mm-hmm. I wasn't too far from Estadio Leon, which is is an old lady yeah. uh, as the stadiums go.
1: Seeing seeing just the kind of panorama of it, yeah, it's they definitely need a, it's a great it has location. That old charm.
0: Yeah, it has its old charm, but a club like that probably needs something uh, with more of the modern conveniences. Uh, I sat with some of the LAFC uh, uh, brass. I, I wanted to go to the uh, the press area to see everyone, but I had to go out of the stadium and around in the other side to get it. So I said, "I I, I can't do that." Oh, is right that why
1: now. we saw you like looking like a caged animal? Uh, yes, on the other side of the fence. Yes. Okay.
0: So we said the the, the supporters were there with barbed wire, and then we were like with a glassed off thing, mm-hmm. and then everything else was lay on.
1: Well, so when you're when we saw you there on social media, that's when the March To the Match is happening. Right. Right. So we were looking
0: for. We pa- came out. We that said, for me. What
1: was the March of the Match like? pretty epic, right? It was
0: like almost that, that scene in one of those Lord of the Ring movies. It's not a battle, but you're sitting out, you're looking like you're in camp there and you're waiting for the arrival and you're waiting to hear the drums of uh, of this army that's coming in. Yeah. Uh and then and you could feel you're like where are they? I knew they were going to come in through a certain gate. And then I started running around closer and then I heard I heard mm-hmm. it and then I was drawn to it and you'd see they're taking they're marching for at least a couple miles. We went to where they started, mm-hmm. a place called Vancouver Wings.
1: I saw that. that. That made me laugh. Yes,
0: which was... It's an interesting name for it. They a, had to bring in extra beverages because they ran they out. Yeah, I think there of course they did. There were so many people there.
1: One of the coolest things about the photos was just the, the sheer immersion. See, because I always imagine, again, I just... I have to kind of always bring it back to the UEFA Champions League. You always imagine, especially in Europe, where they have like those basically those old town squares that are always right near the stadium, where you see just groups of fans. You see the colors and... And just the the immersion between everybody, we're like, yeah, we're we're all together. Obviously, we're gonna be uh, going up against each other in a in a match, but we're all together in the square. We're we're drinking, we're having fun, and seeing that was something pretty special, which made me very much regret the decision to not <laughs> get in the car with you down to Tijuana and take that flight. Listen to some
0: Jefferson Starship uh, well, cruising down Orange County.
1: Yeah, that that might have made me have a second second thought, but that was. Um, that was pretty epic, and I have to say that having not been there, um, I, ju- I shared a few things from everybody, which was nice, and just getting a lot of response back from from Leon fans on social media, a lot of good things. And saying,
0: the, the football team, the, Dean Post saying thank you, and yeah. there is no doubt that binds, bonds have been made between, yeah. that's a great stadium, club. Clapped stadium,
1: clapped kind of like a, a walk of honor leaving the stadium. Um, I saw some people saying that... Uh, Leon was using this to say, like, we need more active support. We need more things like this at League MX, which I completely agree with. I know there was a few bad stories leading into uh, this season where there were some fan problems. I mean, this is what you want. You want the intensity. You want your teams and your fans to be able to show their personality. But at the end of the day, safety is first. So if they can set up a way that they were able to do this, the CONCACAF maybe needs to help them out a little bit and say, look, hey, we had a 1,000-plus LAFC fans seem to be able to pull things off why can't we do this on a on a regular basis week in week out at league mx
0: there was a lot of security there a lot that it was it's what you have to have i get it i mean mean, there was it was it was it was incredible and this is the thing with the atmosphere too as i was there and and you know we were like locked in hey let's get a result but then you stop it was i've been a lot of games over my life this is right at the right at the top if that ends up being if that's the final it's a worthy final that's what it it felt like there felt like there was so much at stake and it was like a snowball effect because lafc in their first year uh, international venture wanted to work out the carlos vela story was huge being over there they were talking about it endlessly on football picante linea de cuarto espn deportes fox deportes i had those are the only channels i watched in my hotel it was on non-stop it wow. was on non-stop there was a big uh, there was a big story made out of Carlos Vela walking out without speaking to some of the reporters which he should he's walking onto the bus and they're getting on the charter and coming home He, no one's going to stop but they said why didn't he talk for three minutes maybe he could have but that became a big story there, and everyone was picking it up. So it was, well, it was it was incredible. In
1: his mind, what what can he possibly do no. if he stops and talks? I was saying in my good. head,
0: "Don't stop, Carlos." Yeah. My head was like, "Don't stop, get on the They're bus." They're going
1: to hammer him one way or the other. With the result, the with the result, the way it went, they were going to take their their liberties with Carlos. So I think in his mind, why why speak? Yes, in that in that moment, uh, he'll he'll do his talking as we come home. And you know, what? look, I know that Mexico is very happy that he came and played his first professional game, but. Sorry, man. He's not yours right, right now. He belongs to LA.
0: Before I forget, I want to add this because it's part of what I was just talking about. Is Leon made this big because talking to the people around town and looking at that stadium reaction, they did not want to lose or tie or do have the negative result. This was a huge game for them. Yep, they knew it because of the build up that we were able to create with the club and our incredible social. Because the league's not really doing this, not for, not for lives. Other clubs aren't engaging it. Uh, and it was a perfect storm and leon everyone came out and everyone was they were they were in a position where like this was the most at that time the most important game in the history of that club they yeah. didn't want to lose it the
1: pride of mexican soccer was very much on the yes, line yes it they, was it was they played they played up to it
0: i was surprised by all of that yeah. and, but uh, i mean i knew it would be there but it was exceeded what i thought
1: i think they played up to it i think their supporters sh- showed it and i think that they should be yeah they should be very proud of everything that they brought that night and i'm i'm now excited again We'll talk about the game and we'll get into it, but I'm now excited for them to come here. I hope that uh, a good group of Leon fans come here and we can we can recreate it all again because there's just nothing like that that kind of international night.
0: Yeah, and be curious with the roles reversed to see how it how it comes. There'll be some Leon fans, there'll be a lot of Leon fans from the United States. I don't know if they'll travel. There will have a nice little group. Yeah. Maybe they'll be spread out a bit, but it, hopefully we get to experience that. And if it is Cruz Azul in the quarterfinals, because if it's just one game, it, it it was remarkable. But if you can do this again, you know when you're when it's happening, the prospects of imagine this happening in a perfect world four times against four Mexican clubs. Wow! If this was one case and fans still visit, travel and they will because this is their passion, it it would be it would it would change the face of this tournament. Which it's it would be the change that they need. But we'll have to talk about that and see if it's a possibility. Which it's not out of the realm of it at this well, point. Well,
1: we we got to get through the next round cuz I I've heard that you uh won some pesos that you are holding on to that you need to spend back yes. in Mexico.
0: I uh, we went I'm not a big gambler and I always go to blackjack tables don't and lie, I lose. You're a huge gambler. I don't I don't like it. You're I don't degenerate. understand it all. But it was it was fun. It was like the only thing that was open and then we uh I could not lose. I kept winning. I won about I started with 80 US dollars changed into pesos and I won about 700 US dollars. And I'm keeping it because I'm keeping is, it for the quarterfinals. Is there a point when, like, I did not exchange it because I'm keeping it for a Mexico boss City comes over trip?
1: And I was like, Mr. Bertos, you seem to be on a luck streak. <laughs> or no. The,
0: uh, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. Like,
1: he's not betting enough. He's making some money, but yes. we're
0: good. Yeah, I wasn't going. If I, yeah, in, in hindsight, if I, right. those uh, those 100 peso bets should have been 500. I know.
1: You should have been really laying it out there, Max, but I get it. Well, uh, should we, uh, We've, we've talked about kind of the atmosphere and everything. Maybe we should come back and actually talk about the yes. game. But one last thing,
0: and I, this is what we could do. I'm going to go down to León, and I'm going to do a few extra days. I'm going to do the same thing flying out of Tijuana. I'm going to go to Guanajuato and San Miguel. That's on the agenda in the next year and a half because uh, it's, it's easy to do, and mm-hmm. based on all accounts from everyone, it's worthwhile.
1: Yep, beautiful, beautiful state, beautiful city.
0: Yes. Let's talk some football now. All right. When yeah. we come back. Come back. Football. All right. Inside LAFC. Max and Vince podcast. Back here on the Inside LAFC Max and Vince podcast. And we are talking about LAFC's visit to Lyon. We we talked about the, the pageantry and the, the color and everything uh, offside, uh, outside of the game itself. So we're going to focus now on the game. And Vince, I actually have to – Tonight I'm going to go back and watch it again cuz when you're there you don't it's mm-hmm. amazing how much watching on TV or you get graphics there's a rule in Mexico which I was not aware of I'm I really I apologize for not being aware of it there's no clock inside the stadiums there's no running clock wow i didn't someone said that and the guy goes no there's no running clock in Mexican stadiums i'm like what but that's what i was told by this gentleman Whoa. there was no running clock there so that we had no idea of the time. it drove me bananas so there's things like that you had to overcome. Mm-hmm. And obviously I would like to to watch it uh, in the cover of my own home so you could see and mm-hmm. accompany it with statistics. Yeah. Uh, so uh, your thoughts on certainly uh, on what happened there. Well, we could fill in. Uh, I had to the- go
1: back and watch it a couple of times because uh, like like your story, we're around the, the match, I-, I went to free play fields. Man, there was a lot of, people. Yeah, there was so. lot of people there and people coming up saying Hi. In between, so I was able to get through the through the one watching and put together takeaways. But then I was kind of amped because it was our first game, so I was you know I was just a lot of things going through my head like what could we have done better, what how could we have done this. So I watched it again that night before I could go to sleep, and then watched it again in the morning. So I've had like three watchings. I would say wow. two good watchings, but um, I think I think t- I, it's probably good to set the stage though again just a little bit to kind of give you an idea of of kind of the things what we want to talk about because again, Leon going into their, their match before us Rotated heavily uh, And they lost that game They dropped from first to third In the Clausura, But they're still uh, The second best goal differential Second best goals for At home, like I said They were averaging three goals a game They'd unbeaten at home Perfect record um, They're a force I mean, they're not Club America They're not Cruz Azul In the terms of like Modern Mexican sides That we know a lot about And maybe aren't supported in the same way, but man, as it pertains to the past five years, they've been always up there uh, near the top. So for LFC to go there and say, we're going to go toe to toe with you, which is probably the the one overarching thing. I know, look, people are going to kill me because they're going to say, yeah, well, we still lost. And it could have been, maybe it could have been worse. Maybe it could have been better. Look, the score was 2 0, and someone could say to me, yeah, well, you know, they missed chances. It could have easily been four. Hey, Brian Rodriguez had a chance. Poncho Janela had a chance. So maybe it could have been two-two. Maybe it could have been two-one. You know, the, soccer is a seesaw in that way, right? Real good goes, chances. Real good chances. Well, I mean, yeah. there were real good chances. I Imagine mean, they, one of those go in. The, yeah, one of those go in. How does that change the perspective? How does the how does uh, Leon's supporters take that they've just been scored on and, and things have been leveled up? You you never know. Um, but I think again, one of the things you got to really point out is LFC did not change their game. They came in there and said we believe in the way we play and for a team that in their start to start their third season the first competitive match with basically no 90 minute competitive fitness to say we're going to play a high line and we're going to play our football because even though you're leon and we respect you because they've definitely hammered them on what leon does well we still think what we do is better and you can't Underestimate what that means to again a team in its infancy, a club in its infancy, trying to forge an identity. I feel like if we would have went there and played five in the back and maybe got a nil-nil or a one-one, playing that way, that sets us that sets a team back, legitimately. Because you you have a team like Barcelona, you have a team like Liverpool. When they go to let's say the San Siro in Milan, or they go to these holy places that were big teams as well, that they still say, hey, but we're still Barcelona, we're still Liverpool, and their fans. Love that. And then the flip side, you have Liverpool going to Atletico and you have Atletico playing a game. And their fans love the style of play that they play. They're ingrained with this. The coach has given them an identity and said, we're gonna muck up the game. We're gonna have two tight banks of four. We're gonna play four four two and we're gonna we're gonna battle to the very end. Yeah, I just result aside, I, I think you can't undersell the identity and and I I I don't know, maybe you talked to some some people out there or that were surprised to see LAFC come out. And just say, hey, we're going to go out and we're going to play our game. I I, I don't want really to get into it. But I, that's what I, ex-
0: I kind of expected to see since day one. Bob Bradley and this team have said this. We're going to stick to the club's identity. And they have never wavered. Mm-hmm. Really? Has there been a moment? Not really. Look, there's tweaks. You Maybe by t- necessity because a guy get injured or yeah. you can't play with your the guys you want.
1: I think you tweak things, but the game model in the the personality, the identity of this team from day one has been set into place, and then it's just been continuing to be built, built, built. That's why I say that if you go in, you say that this is maybe the biggest game in our history, and you say, guys, I know all that stuff we've been doing for the past two years. Scrap that. Let's try something else today. I just I can't imagine what that does to the players' minds. They don't like change. They fear change. Yeah. Um, so I, I just think that that's, again, it won't, be in the results it won't be in the score sheet maybe be something we never remember but i think from an identity perspective if we hammer that home and remember that in even in the biggest moments we're going to play this way it's something that look it's something you can always be proud of you can say win like the supporters say win lose or draw we're here to support you win lose or draw you're going to get to see a type of football that you like a type of football that excites you a type of football that's going to create big moments Maybe sometimes it goes your way, but guess what? When it doesn't go your way, we're going to come back the next week and we're going to try to do it better.
0: Leon is a team, I love their coach, Nacho Ambriz. He's, he's done a wonderful job with that team, and they have an identity, and I imagine in the second leg they will come close to being that identity. But they they are now in a situation where they we'll these two goals, and I welcome the viewer to really pay attention to how different they might look or what they might do or who might start that didn't start. Uh, uh, before they went with a very fast team, their usual number nine came off the bench, Ramos, and they went with a, 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 were uh, Mena, uh, the, the Ecuadorian guys, at Mena or Angel Mena. Angel Mena, he kind of played that central role, and Meneses came in. He was wreaking havoc. Yep. But they had uh, a way to maneuver around. I think it's going to be a little different uh, when we see them on that second leg. And I will also say that when you look at the Concacaf Champions League. All the teams that were seeded, that were on the road, generally struggled yeah. in some way. And nobody faced the Even team. Even the big ones. Club America. None of those teams faced the team of the quality or in, of no. León who is engaged. Because mm-hmm. I was on Twitter and I mentioned something on a tweet and people are like, yeah, but León, you lost by two goals. I go, Tigres lost to a Salvadorian team, which is really unheard of. And Tigres played with their best 11. Right. America almost lost to Comunicaciones in Guatemala. And barely escaped with a 90th minute goal cruz azul trailed portmore united so i think when you look at these things that's the way it goes and i think when you reverse the situations lafc will be able to do things that just did not quite click there i'll give leon a lot of credit man they turned lafc over a lot and that was part of their system and their defensive pressure too was really good and they had the guys to break as well but it's going to be different in the second leg.
1: i mean tactically uh yeah, I have a lot of respect for what uh, Ignacio Ambris did because I-, I touched on a little bit, and you just brought it up with not uh, starting Ramos, their number nine. They ba- they basically said we're gonna have Ishmael Sosa, who is a winger, yeah. but he's gonna play. He's gonna play at the top. Um, Sorry, Sosa was yeah, and Mana was on. And Mana was on the right. Um, I think what he did was he said, look. Uh, I know LFC likes to play high line, and I, I believe that they're going to they're gonna bring their identity and, and they're going to do it in a certain way. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to counter with this. I'm going to have Sosa, who is a, a, a breaker, a, basically a breaker of the press. You can play out to him long. He's got speed. He can dribble. And you say, Man, hey. They have some good players. Well, yeah. So well, players. And I pointed out the, in, in the takeaways, when it, with Sosa, with Sosa, Mena, and Meneses, you can say, we have three guys that we can just attack with. Ramos is more of a guy where he, you know, he's going to hold the ball up. Got to get guys forward. Right. They, they said this. Let's try to turn LFC over. Let's try to get behind that high line, and then. But on the flip side, we respect LFC with Carlos Vela, with Diego Rossi, with Brian Rodriguez. I mean, if you watch their back four, they did not move out of place. They stayed connected the whole time. They normally have Ayer Moreno, who is a guy that likes to get two ways, gets to go back and forward. They didn't really. Push their full backs up no. that Navarro much. a
0: little bit on the right a, a little bit, bit but, but for the most part didn't he was see, involved I think you on see the
1: four a back line of four always back always always I'll giving, take your word for it I gotta watch this game again yeah you gotta I, watch I, again I, you gotta watch no watch it again watch it from this perspective look at their back line look how much this he, is
0: great intel to find out before you watch it so yeah, I really do appreciate look it. look
1: how much that their their back line stays connected make sure that they're not getting caught out in moments and they're really they probably dropped their line a little bit farther than they normally do they did not push that way and I, I'd say. You know, you have to give a lot of credit to Montes, who was also always yeah, there. Him and his his uh, partner Aquino, they they were always in front of the the center backs. But the moments he knew he could break, man, he got forward and he he had a game. I mean, I'd love to see how much ground he covered because he did Montes. Uh, Montes, he covered a lot of ground. And he did Not it a in, really good in, in smart ways. Um, but yeah, LFC played into their game plan a little bit by the fact that we're in preseason, man. I mean, the
0: that's uh, a, It looked like a team playing their first game. Yeah. It looked like. We can hope for the best, and no the Montreal impact got a great result in, in their first leg in Costa Rica, and that, those things happen, but mm-hmm. it just didn't fall in place and it you could forgive them and when i Ed, the news Eduardo Tuesta's not traveling and you lose some death uh, Jordan Harvey expecting his second and stayed back. Uh, things not to mention the injuries on there it, there was a lot there's a lot of energy against l a f c in this situation, but to play that style that you said knowing that a lot of guys are... Pancho Ginella playing his first LAFC game. Yeah. Guys playing together for the first time. It's um, it's it's naive almost to say to think that you, you would expect a much different result. But I think LAFC was in the position to almost score a goal and actually do something, almost get that away goal, which would have yeah. it's as sweet as candy. It's like a diamond to find something so valuable.
1: If a couple passes could have been sharper, the weight, I, I particularly pointed out the weight of passes. There were so many passes I felt like they just man, guys hit the ball so hard, and literally the attacker was like, man, what do you want me to do with this? I can't now make a touch and and shoot on goal. But if you have those little things, which, again, it's a byproduct of preseason, getting the weight of the ball right, getting the pass right, getting the angle right, you could have easily gotten your away goal. The one question I want to ask you before you watch again, do you think Walker Zimmerman changes that game at all? We got a lot of, and I want to ask you because I, I don't already, think I so. I've already made my point clear on Twitter, so I'm going to ask you. I don't Max think so. I look,
0: people might get people look at Dayon and they roll their eyes.
1: And go, oh, Dayon rescued a lot of plays. Easily one of the best players on the pitch from, really, from either side. He was in I think he there was one the time for on all the f- all those for all those getting at me for saying that he was very good and Eddie Segura was also very good. Eddie Segura was to me the MVP yeah, of yeah, the LAFC effort. They were great, but if if you want to say that, rewatch that game. Really rewatch. He the game. put out a ton of
0: fires. I looked at Dan because he was especially the first half there. There was one time he had to, you know, they had to come out a bit, and they got in behind a couple times, but that's something you can't avoid. Uh, that's but, the
1: style we play, and he's asked to do a lot of things, and he's asked to read situations, and I thought he read for the, the situa- most part he read almost every situation perfectly.
0: Okay. And I, 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 again, there was a couple times where the ball's crossed in, and you're looking at heading it out, heading it out.
1: Right. So. And I, I, I want to I say this again. It's not a slight of Walker. It's a slight of the people that have seized on one narrative – and they say, oh, LFC traded one of, their, uh, one of their top defenders, a guy that I know his name. Oh, and they lost 2-0. Oh, it must be that. No, man. You know, one of, one of the greatest things, piece of, pieces of advice that, that Bob has ever given me was at the beginning of last season. I had sat down with him real quick because I knew we were going to be doing a podcast. And I told him, hey, man. I, 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 don't, I didn't say, hey, man. I said, hey, Bob. <laughs> we, uh, we're going to be doing a podcast. We're going to have to talk more about games and tactics. And I understand from a coach's perspective, you guys hate that. So how can we do it correctly? And he said to me, I don't care that people talk about tactics, but if you're going to do that, do the work. And by do the work, I mean watch the game, come up with your own opinions. It's okay if you're wrong, but if at least you watch the game and you say, I saw this, this is what I think is happening, you're doing better than 99% of the people that get on Twitter and on social media that just have an opinion before even watching the game or even having anything. So that's what drove me crazy. The amount of people, and I'm not going to call them out, but there were some blue check marks some former players asking, oh, where's Zimmerman? I wish. I bet you if they had Zimmerman right now, they'd be doing better. I just It's so off-base, and it's not a slight of Walker because I think he's going go to go national and he's going to play great. But in that match, give respect to Dan Jankovic, Give respect to Eddie Segura. They, as a center-back tandem, played great in that game, and I don't think that Walker changes that game much. Yeah. So those goals do not come through the center-backs.
0: Kenneth Vermeer also looked like a guy who was getting... Acclimated Had some and moments
1: I think Yeah. It's, I think, Made a great save At the end of the second half That yes. really If that goes in Then we're talking about The
0: 4-0 I only see Steps Big steps forward For him yep. I see that It was just an issue Of getting Used to everything And I think uh, I, There was There's positivity In a lot of those things I lost my train of thought Oh some people Have brought this, uh, Two things spoke to Mike McGee. He was a former Galaxy player. He was on a podcast, and I spoke spoke to him, and we were talking about the start of the... starting the CONCACAF Champions League. And this is a guy who's played very well. He's represented the U.S. national team. And I said, Mike, what if we started this... We talked about the start of the... What if it started on
1: March 15th instead of February 15th? I said, let's not even
0: go that drastic. What if we started it next Tuesday, a week from the actual start date? What does that do? And he says, it is... It improves the player's fitness by 15 to 20%. Wow. So if they were like a 65-minute fit, mm-hmm. that gets them to like an 80-minute Which we fitness. saw in
1: this, in this game. About the 65th minute, a lot of guys started hitting the wall.
0: And that's 11 players going 15 minutes. Yeah. And I said, that's a huge number.
1: Yeah. I mean, And a small tweak. A small tweak. One week. Small tweak. I mean, I still think that they could easily back it up a month. March yeah. 15th, give yeah. MLS, let's say, two to three games under their belt. Wow. And League MX now has nine or whatever. That's fine. Not, two to three games to nine is, is not the difference that six to zero is. Right. It legitimately is not.
0: It's It only makes it better because what Conca- CONCACAF will see is you'll get more games like what we saw and where the MLS teams are on that level playing field, and you will have this incredible tournament because if the MLS players lift that effort a bit or lift the, their pr- preparation a bit, and you get all sorts of crazy results, this tournament goes through the roof and yeah. people uh, will pay more and more attention and to it. Two teams
1: legitimately going toe to toe, that's what you'll have.
0: Final thing that was brought up a lot of times by folks, because there was a lot of slips from LAFC players on mm-hmm. that surface, and that would happen. Some people say, you go to your long cleats, I go, you go with, I think you go with what's comfortable, but that is a home field advantage. Yeah, When that is reversed, it could be Leon mm-hmm. struggling with their footing where lafc knows where everywhere and where you put your left foot your right foot because yep. they're accustomed to that
1: that's why people ask me like why do the guys when they show up here uh to the stadium they in their uh warm-ups they walk the pitch they, they're just giving it giving it once over before they're going to come out because they're going to have a chance to warm up for about 20 minutes and then it's it's go time so yep. you get another eye on it but yeah i 100 percent agree with you 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 know your pitch you know your home stadium and that's what we're gonna have to be counting on, not the pitch per se, but we're gonna have to be counting on that that home support, home stadium coming back because two 0 by no means is done and dusted, and yeah. they, especially against LFC. Look, Leon is a great team at home, not as good away. They're gonna have to really. And this look season, at, they've
0: struggled away more co- so than usual. Yeah,
1: their coach is gonna have to take a long look at what their tactical approach is gonna be. LFC doesn't have to change a thing really. Obviously, they gotta tighten up some things, get a little bit more fitness, get better. But you still go out there and say, hey, we're gonna have high line, we're gonna attack. Whereas uh, Leon's gonna go, are we gonna sit back a little bit more? Do we really want that one goal? What happens if LFC scores a goal at first goal? What happens if L C scores the second goal? There's a lot of contingencies they have, whereas LFC says, Guys, we just gotta go out there, we gotta win, we gotta score goals, and we gotta we gotta stop them from basically getting into attacking positions they were before. So I think there's a lot more variables for them. Obviously they have a, a big advantage, but it's not it's not over by any means.
0: Great. I think we covered everything? Yeah, I think we did. All right, so you can if you you're not going to be at the stadium next Thursday. And this week, it all kicks off because we have the game against León on Thursday. And then Sunday, we have the MLS opener against yep. Inter-Miami. And we'll talk next week about that because it is really compelling now. Rodolfo with the, Pizarro. Look, Rodolfo Pizarro. I'll. Just, Rodolfo Pizarro, in some people in Mexico, including a guy I res, respect a lot's opinion, is Hercules Gomez, my former podcast partner. Tata Martino saying it, some of this. A lot of people are referring to him as the best Mexican player Period. When you think, okay, Chucky Lozano, Raul Jimenez, people put Pizarro right on there. So it's like you have Carlos Vela, you have this potential heir apparent. That's really compelling uh, soccer for me. I also want to say this. So you if you can't get out of the stadium, you can watch it on T- T- TUDN, the Univision Sports Network, or FS1. And I will be on the call with Stu Holden for LAFC and uh, Leon Leg 2. Hey! Very excited to announce that.
1: I, I have to say that w- one of the first things I said sitting down watching Cruz Azul Portmore was, "Man, I really wish Max was on the call." I'm not <laughs> not even lying. I said that to everybody that was in the bar with me at Free Play, and every, everybody agreed. We we want more commentators with deeper knowledge, deeper stories, deeper connections. So I'm really oh, that's, well, awesome. that's great to
0: hear. And again, look, Leon, I'm going to give you their fair. This is not a this is not a home team call, as you will see sometimes on YouTube TV. This is uh, where we're going to play it across here. keep online. I'm going to use my no, LFC knowledge you you to its best, yes. But Leon's going to get and support Portmore United, Cruz Azul, I pride myself in telling the right stories and give and that are in, interesting to both sides. I heard all the time where it gets one-sided. People accuse me of that. I, I pale in comparison to some other folks out there that do not give mm-hmm. equal... Information, So uh, that should be that should be a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to that Miami game. What a great week it could be. Either way, it's going to be uh, a historic one for LAFC.
1: Yeah, there's going to be a lot going on. It's going to be a lot of fun either way. Obviously, we want results to go our way, but, man, it's back. Yeah. Like, we're back. Let's do it. LAFC's back.
0: Subscribe, review, rate, whatever you want to the podcast. It's good to be back. We will be back next week to talk much more about the game, the second leg, as well as Inter-Miami. And uh, Team Security Paul, who was also down He's just walking by.
1: now telling us to wrap it up. That's it, guys.
0: Let's close it out. Let's go. He took the photo of me and Will Ferrell there, which got a lot of clicks. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks, everyone.
1: Perfect way to wrap it up. Bye, guys.